Welcome to the Hope Talks podcast with Grayson Willis and Pastor Margaret Michael, where you'll hear inspiring stories that are filled with hope and good news in Jesus Christ. You can also search for our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcast, and TuneIn. Welcome to today's broadcast of Hope Talks. I'm Grayson Willis. And I'm Pastor Margaret Michael. Thanks for tuning in. Today we're joined by Milton and Helen Showalter. How are you all doing today? I'm doing okay. Well, you're looking good. <laughs> you're looking good today. Yeah. Well, he's amazing. He, uh, he really tries to keep his strength up and... and uh, Stay alert. He reads a lot. Yeah, that's good. That's a good pastime. It's a good pastime. He's read many books, and uh, he's just starting a new one, I think. What was the name of the book you're starting now, Milton? Uh, the Man That Moves the Mountain. I just read that title. Is that a new book? Uh, no, I read it. Uh, quite a number of years ago, and my son bought this one, and uh, it's about a minister that went into the Blue Ridge Mountains down around, close to Roanoke, I think, and uh, his experience is there. Wow, I just saw the title of that book somewhere in the last week or so. So now I'm intrigued, I'm gonna have to get a hold of that too. I love to read, sometimes I have a hard time sitting still. <laughs> long enough to read for a long time, but um, it is interesting to read the stories of people, and that's what we're doing today. Um, today is kind of like a book people can listen to. Audio book. This is an audio book, that's right. Well, maybe you all could start out just sharing a little bit about where you grew up, like where you grew up and maybe how many children were in your families. Well, I was born uh, near Broadway in 1930. There was, uh, I had three older uh, sisters and uh, one brother that was older than me. And uh, that was during the Depression mm -hmm. and uh, times was kind of hard then. That's what <laughs> I've heard. And uh, my father, uh, had a farm and uh, he kept some dairy cattle and uh, laying hens and uh, uh, th that was his main income mm -hmm. and uh, we uh, butchered hogs in the fall mm -hmm. and uh, had our own meat and grew our own vegetables yeah. and uh, so uh, that's my background. Yeah, we're actually butchering uh, here in this week. Uh, my family's butchering four hogs oh. in a day, so we. I, when you say butchering hogs and milking cows, I know all about that. Um, so you do, obviously you milk cows by hand too, didn't you? Uh, that's right. So when you think about the depression and times being hard, what was the hardest? What was the hardest for your family? Well, my father had got uh, registered uh, cattle uh, dairy cattle, and uh, there was a disease called bangs that came around in '31, and uh, they uh, uh, condemned all his. Oh. And uh, he had to more or less start over there, mm. but he 
managed to come through the depression all right, uh, where a lot of people lost their farms. Mm. But he was able to hold on to his. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's a whole different world from this world we live right. in today, right? That's right. <laughs> a lot of technology and a lot of things yeah. um, have changed. Yeah. How about you? Well, I was born <clears throat> about five miles northwest of Timberville. Uh, we had a small farm and uh, really raised about everything that we uh, ate. Mm -hmm. We uh -huh. had a big garden and, and uh, had milk cow and uh, raised chickens. Yeah. And I guess one thing I think about, I wonder how they did. If company came for dinner, they would go out and kill a chicken. <laughs> yeah, I've done that before. <laughs> so that's kind of different from today. We never had a lot, but we, uh, I don't ever remember being hungry. Yeah. We had our food. Yeah. And uh, farm life's a good life. Yeah. Then when we were married, uh, we farmed, Milton farmed for between 35 and 40 years. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so we enjoyed enjoyed the farm life. We were able to raise our children on the farm. I think they learned so much. Yes. Mm. And learn how to work. Yeah. And uh, we have three children. Our daughter teaches uh, nursing at Blue Ridge College. And uh, our son is in plumbing and electric work in Sturge Draft. And then we have a daughter that is uh, clerk of the court in, in uh, Lynchburg. Okay. So they've been a blessing to us. Yeah, for sure. So did you all grow up? Um, was church a part of your life growing up? Did you all go to church as children? Uh, yes, uh, my parents were Mennonites and I went to Zion Mennonite right. uh -huh. there at Broadway. Then uh, later on, when I was in my late teens, I went to the People's Baptist Church mm -hmm. in Harrisonburg. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that uh, foundation of faith and the farm life will give you a strong foundation um, of perseverance, won't it? Yes, it does. <laughs> well, my father was not a churchgoer, and uh, I often think about that and sad and bad, but my mother was Lutheran, mm -hmm. uh -huh. and uh, she took us children. We walked to church. We couldn't go in the winter when it was... Right. So far, we never had an automobile in our, at my family. So and how far did you walk to church? Probably a couple miles. And uh, she took us in the spring and through the summer. And then uh, in the winter, we didn't go as much. Yeah, yeah. Even though he didn't go, he t they tried to instill in us uh, good values. Yeah. And uh, so, but my father was killed. Uh, he uh, was in Harrisonburg and he crossed the street and a car ran up on the sidewalk and hit him and he was killed instantly. And so that changed our life. How old were you? I was uh, about 12, I guess. Okay. How many siblings did you have? Well, there were 14 of us. There were seven girls and seven boys. And uh, 
there's only five of us left. Mm -hmm. right. And where did you fall in that line of 14? I'm about fifth from, no, I guess, um, yeah. So uh, what was it like, uh, you know, obviously it was devastating for a young girl to lose her father. So just talk about, you know, your family and how it was, um, how the Lord helped you all get through that difficult time. Well, it was difficult. It changed. I went to live with a, another lady that at Kieseltown that I lived with until I got married. And the understanding was that I would work for my keep. And uh, the three youngest were with my mother. She went into a, a home and worked and uh, she was it was for a single person, and she was able to keep the children. The, a lot of them were married, and I don't know, that became her life. We, you know, it was uh, difficult, but we seemed to, help, to overcome it. I often think the Lord took care of us all from the time we... Uh, our whole lives, actually. Yeah. Yeah. We, Milton and I feel the Lord led us together, yeah. and uh, we've had a good life of yeah. 66 years. How did you and Milton meet? <laughs> I well, hear a story. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were having a community social uh, square dance. The Ruritan <clears throat> Club was having, sponsoring at Kieseltown. <laughs> I didn't much want to go, but the lady I lived with thought I would enjoy it, so she insisted I go. It was just across the street, and uh, uh, Milton was there. <laughs> and so uh, we met and enjoyed the evening. It was just, it was more of a family thing, little uh -huh. children, big children. And uh, we met, and he asked me to go with him, and... Went from there. <laughs> Rest is history, yeah. as they would say. So, how old were you all when you got married? I was 21 and he was 25. All right. Mm -hmm. Very good. And, uh, yeah. You want to comment on that, Milton? <laughs> <laughs> we'll just sit here and smile, still looking at you, his bride. You must have told it all. <laughs> he often mentions things mm -hmm. from that evening, but... Uh, what did you think when you saw her? Well, she was pretty talkative that uh, <laughs> night. And, uh, they announced the last. It, it was kind of a circle dance. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. And so uh, I asked her if I could drive her home after the, the, the dance. And she said, well, I would, but I just live across the street. <laughs> I said, well, then could I walk you home? And so uh, then I asked her out for yeah. the next week. And How long was your courtship? Uh, well, uh, it was a little over a year, and then Uncle Sam sent me a letter. And, uh, uh, about the time we were thinking about getting married, so that uh, was in there for two years. Uh, I was a medic at... Uh, Hanford, Washington. And, okay. uh, fortunately, I didn't have to go overseas yeah. or get in a war. Yeah. Well, thank you for your service. Yep. Thank you for your service. You're welcome. Yep. Yeah. So you were at home waiting. Yeah. <laughs>
Yes, mm -hmm. well, we, we've had a good marriage. We've been blessed in many ways, and yet we've had our ups and downs like other couples, yeah. but yeah. Uh, it always came out. I think by being, he was a Christian and I was a Christian. Yeah. And I think yeah. it makes a big difference yes. because yeah. you work through things more. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we've had a good life. Feel yeah. like we've been yeah. blessed. Yeah. James said not if trouble. He says yeah. when trouble comes yeah. your way. Yeah. As the believer, we're going, as anyone in this world, we're going to face trouble. Yeah. But when we have the Lord on our side, and we have that great hope, it makes it a little easier to get through. Right. It does. We're sitting here today in your home, and I'm looking around that you're totally surrounded by the Mennonite community. And we had a little conversation beforehand just of how they um, have been so important, you know. Right. Uh, neighbors. Neighbors, and the fabric of your life, really. Not everyone has that experience, you know. Um, I just thought it might be interesting just what is that like? How's that changed? Like you all haven't lived here forever in this home, but just having, but you're in from this community that is, and you grew up Mennonite, right? Yeah. You grew up, maybe share just a, a story or something that's been really meaningful that's happened um, in your relationship with the Mennonites around you, this community. Well, I think in order to be a, uh, I think being a good neighbor to others, uh, we visited, when we first moved here, we visited a number of people. I think it works both ways. They have been so supportive of us, and we have tried to uh, be good neighbors too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it, in the church that's the way right. it works. Sometimes yes. we yeah. wait for people to come to us, yeah. but it's works both ways. Right. I think the Bible even speaks about to have a friend, to be a friend. Mm. Yeah. And I think that we've certainly, I, we've, I never expected everybody to be so nice and kind, but they are. Uh, neighbors back here, they'll call us, you know. Maybe she has some extra tomatoes or we, Milton liked the garden, but he can't do that anymore. And so she'll say, I have some extra lemon beans. Would you like some? Yes. <laughs> and, you know, things like that. Yeah. And it's just so good to know that people care for each other. Yeah. 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 Well, we're believers. We're, you know, it's beyond our church walls, right? right. We, yeah. We all love the, I know that your neighbors around you love the Lord. So, yeah. yeah, that is beautiful. It, it is a two-way street. It's not one way, and... Well, we look at uh, at people. We don't put tags on them. Right. I think that's, yeah. you know, yeah. yeah, we're all Christians. Yeah. yeah. Trying to reach other Christians. That's yeah. right, yeah. And, uh, yeah. As you were talking, I was thinking about the Scripture verse that says a friend sticks closer than a brother. And your neighbors are friends, and y'all have stuck close to each other and looked out for each other, which it calls yes. the body of believers to do, to look out for each other. We used to, uh, the older couple across the way, uh, they had two big uh, maple trees and had a lot of leaves, and they were older people, and Milton used to go and rake their leaves, and he liked to put them on his garden. 
and so see it all worked. Yeah. We were helping them, they were helping us. That's right. Because <laughs> he mossed his garden with the leaves. Mm -hmm. Just little things like right. that mean a lot. Yeah. Well, someone scraping your driveway, you yes. know? Yes, he, uh, and uh, we aren't able to get out of, uh, to do what we did, and so our mailbox got knocked off, and our neighbor came and fixed it, you know, and it's just small things, but they mean a lot. Yeah. Well, and we don't realize how much they mean, you know, like, if we reach out and help someone else, it might not seem like much to us, but it can be the world to the other person. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I think to let people know, uh, now our neighbors will say, if you need anything, call us, yeah. even if it's in the night. And I think we need to let our pe uh, let others know we're available. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And Milton often said, sometimes people offer, and then if we don't uh, let them help, we're taking their blessing, yeah. too. That's right. That's, that's a, a, that's word, a That'll though. preach. Yeah. That's a good word, <laughs> yeah. for sure. I remember um, when my girls had um, their tonsils out at the same time. Uh -huh. And so lady from church called, and she said, we want to bring you meals while the girls were getting better. And I said, I'm not sick. I can cook. <laughs> and she said, Margaret, why don't you humble yourself and accept some help? <laughs> um, and I took that word. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, that's what that's about, <laughs> uh, pride. Um, I can do it all myself. And so I remember looking forward each evening to who was bringing us a meal. Yeah. And the conversations that we had were so rich, and I still remember them. Mm -hmm. But if I hadn't accepted that help, and if she hadn't been willing to tell me that I was being prideful, <laughs> yeah. um, I wouldn't have learned that lesson. Because it is, it's a blessing when we can help one another. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's true. And, and just small things that really don't cost a lot of money. It's right. just small things that mean a lot to people. Right. Even yeah. just a phone call yeah. brightens your day. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Showing up, yeah. Yeah. I think is what they say. Yeah. Yeah. Being present with people and even if it's stopping by for a visit, sometimes that can encourage somebody yes. or lift somebody's It spirit. always makes your day a little I know that we've been in a pandemic and we haven't had the amount of visits that we normally do, right? I know for my dad that's been hard because he does live alone. I'm sure that it has affected you all too. Um, Not in, as in, many people are visiting, but then they call. Yeah. And that's always good. Well, I know that you all have had some health challenges too over the years. Um, as these tents don't hold up, do they, like we'd like for them to. How's the, how's the Lord being faithful in that? Well, he has been our strength. We, um, Milton has been amazing in that he never complains. Mm -hmm. And, uh, of course, you know, we never know what to expect each day, but right. we're trusting the Lord. Yeah. We know what's ahead for us. That's right. I had a note in my Bible I just read today. A minister said this, and I jotted it down. It's not what we're going through, it's what we're going to. Amen. And um, Milton has often said, the other side looks better all the time. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
Yeah. yeah, we have that great hope. This is not our home. We're just passing through. That's right. We got a heavenly home. That's right. And to know that the Lord is with us. And I appreciate the prayers of people. I know that's helped too. And uh, we just live our lives as we do. We don't, uh, uh, we don't dwell on a lot of negatives. And uh, Milton will often tell me a story. He said, that I thought you needed a good laugh. <laughs> so yeah. you should tell me. Yeah. Uh, what kind of stories you have? Maybe we need a good laugh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think of any right now. Well, if you do, you just let us yeah. know. When you mentioned that, I thought about my grandparents. My grandma always said that before my grandfather passed away, he always kept her laughing with jokes and just, yeah. 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 Laughter's good medicine. Yeah, I believe that's right. That's right. So I try to um, do anything I can to make it easier for him. But uh, he was always so active, and now it's harder. That's one of the things he finds harder. He can't do things like he used to and um, yet he is blessed. He can read and um, he does uh, puzzles, word search and uh, finds comfort in his, reads his Bible every day and it's a lot of blessings. Well, God's not done with you yet. That's yep. why you're still here. Yep. <laughs> Gotta keep her yeah. laughing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, still... I'll try to. Yeah. yeah. I believe that. I believe that. Yeah. And y'all are a blessing. I know you're a blessing to Pastor Margaret and I, us getting to come visit and hear y'all share stories and how faithful the Lord's been over y'all's life and over your 66 years of marriage and how he looked after y'all growing up in uh, hard conditions. And... and I am going to guess that you believe that there's angels. I say that because I'm sitting here looking at your mantle that um, has a few figurines. Um, They've been mostly all given to me. Yeah. But uh, I certainly believe in angels. <laughs> yeah, yes, for sure. Yeah, that's... Oh, yes, I think we each have one. Yeah, I think some days I keep mine real busy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, over the years, um, people have given me angels. Uh, the children give me angels. <laughs> but uh, they, a lot of them have meaning. Have Gabriel up here to blow his horn. <laughs> and, uh, you know, in. The lion uh, and the lamb. Yes. Lay down together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Yeah. In Isaiah. Six, the angel said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. And I think in today's world, people would say that's not true. But we know that scripture is true. That's right. And so I've been really encouraged by that scripture in the last year or so that his glory it, it does still fill the earth. Um, it's our perspective. And I think some of the perspective is keeping a positive attitude and the believers being a light in this world, a light in the darkness. Um, 
we are his image bearers. And so um, when we can be a light to others, it brings his glory to earth. Mm -hmm. He's glorified through that. Yes. And so I'm just reminded of that as I, I see these angels and I think about the angels in heaven that are around the throne worshiping God. That's a reality today. Yeah, that's right. yes. And for believers, that will be our reality. Yes. That's what you're yes. waiting on, right? Right. 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 Um, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful yeah. reminder that this yeah. is not our home. There's another scripture that I've found uh, over the years, and especially now, in Isaiah where it says, I will keep him in perfect peace whose yeah. mind is yeah. stayed on me. Yes. And that's what we need to remember. Yeah. And the way we do that is to read God's word. Yeah. It keeps our minds focused. Yeah. We are all rooted in something. And as believers, we should our roots should be in the word of God. Mm -hmm. Like we should, that should be yeah. our foundation. Right. Yeah. Because it depends, whatever we're looking to um, for our comfort, and some things just don't bring yeah. the comfort that God brings. Um, and it's kind of hard sometimes to, when we're looking around, right, at everything happening, it's easy to take our focus off of God. And I think about in Scripture, uh, in the Old Testament, the Israelites were called stiff-necked people all the time. And I'm like... Why was that? And I believe the answer is because they weren't looking up. Yeah. <laughs> they were looking around at what everybody else had and yes. what everybody else was doing. And they wanted a king and they wanted, they didn't want manna. They wanted meat. You know, they wanted, there was always wanting something, weren't yeah. they? Sounds yeah. kind of familiar. Yeah. It sounds like yeah. the world, you know, we're all human. Yeah. But um, he has, he has promised us. His perfect peace, if we will look up and recognize that He is God. Yeah. But when we find ourselves without peace, then something's off. Yeah. And Scripture tells us, in uh, what three hundred and sixty-five times in Scripture it says, "Do not fear." One for each day. One though. for each day. Yeah. So He knew we would. He knew that that would yeah. be our tendency. Yeah. But He gave us. Um, peace that passes all understanding right. through the Holy Spirit. Um, but it has to be intentional. It don't just happen. Yeah. We have to be intentional in our walk. Would you uh, all like to share anything else? Uh, maybe something that the Lord's speaking to you today or recently or anything that we haven't asked you already or that you haven't shared already? Well, we appreciate you're coming today. We've enjoyed your visit as well as sitting around and talking about things that have passed and present. It's uh, been another blessing for our day. I think about, in just kind of a closing thought, sometimes it's easy for us um, in the church to get comfortable being with our church people. Mm -hmm and forget kind of the world that's around us. And the lady you lived with pushed you out into the world a little bit one night, didn't she? Yes. And um, there you met someone that you would spend the rest of your life with. Right. And I think it's just a reminder to me to not 
uh, forget the world in which we live mm -hmm. and to engage in our community because God has things prepared for us, but we have to be out there and put ourselves, you know, that puts you out of your comfort zone that night yeah. to go to that. But look, someone walked you home. Yeah. <laughs> and you've been walking together ever since. So yeah. it just yeah. really blesses us to be here. And it's blessed me for sure just to hear the Lord's faithfulness and how he guides us in unseemingly significant events. Yeah. Um, he can... He can really put the pieces together um, that will make our life different. Thank you all for letting us come visit you and letting us uh, just sharing with us um, your life's testimony. And uh, uh, we've enjoyed uh, hearing and talking to you. And I'm just going to say a prayer over you, Helen, and you, Milton, today in closing. Lord, I uh, thank you for Milton and Helen Showalter, Lord, and I thank you for their life and their testimony, Lord. And uh, even now as they're dealing with some health challenges, Lord, and uh, I just uh, pray and thank you that you've still been faithful in their life, Lord, and they still know that you're present even in difficult times, Lord. And we continue to pray a blessing over them and their family, their kids and their grandkids and even great-grandkids now, Lord. And uh, we just... Uh, Thank you for their life, and I uh, just uh, pray that you bless them today, and I ask all this in your name. Amen. 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 Thank you for listening to today's broadcast of Hope Talks. I pray that as you've heard uh, Milton and Helen Showalter's testimony today, that it has been a half hour of hope for your life. May God bless. Hope Talks is sponsored by Church of the Nazarene Harrisonburg in partnership with Sunshine Ministries. Thanks for listening to today's podcast of Hope Talks. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe for updates and the latest episodes. Also, if you're in the Harrisonburg, Rockingham County area, we invite you to listen on the radio each Sunday at noon on 1470 AM or 102.1 FM WBTX.